We got it all together now, gang. The Fonz. His doggy name, Mr. Cool, and the Good Group. One flaky time machine and a future chick named Cupcake. Oh, now the gang got zapped into that time machine and they're like traveling through time. My, my. They do not think where that machine is going, but they sure hope to get back to 1957 Milwaukee. Can you dig it? Yeah. Hey, welcome to SMPD, the podcast where we look back at the cartoons that shape our childhood. I am not the Fonz, as you've probably already gathered. I am Chris Bolton. With me, as always, my cartoon compatriot, Mr. Mark Williams. Hello. And this week, we are begrudgingly, (laughs) (laughs) after having watched it, looking back at the Fonz and the Happy Days gang. Uh, This one was inflicted on us by a listener. Um, We ask for your suggestions all the time on this show, and we're usually grateful for them. Um, So, so first of all, this one was suggested by Sarah Clark, Lundoon Hammer on Twitter, who said, uh, one for you to absolutely rip to shreds is the Fonz and the Happy Days gang. Happy Days mixed with Scooby-Doo and a hint of the Jetsons time travelling. It must have been on in the early 80s before I had seen actual Happy Days. Um, so first of all, thanks for suggesting this, Sarah. Um, genuinely, Thank you, very, um, thank you very much. Yeah, I, I immediately on reading the tweet was just like, we have to fucking do this. It sounds amazing. Um, I haven't. I had no memory of this show at all. Oh, I'd never, um, I'd never fucking heard of it. No, I, I think I kind of knew it was a thing, but I don't know how or why. But I think I kind of knew it was a thing and, and had just forgotten that it existed. I, I'm not sure, but I, I don't think I've ever actually seen it. Anyway, on reading Sarah's description, I mean, Sarah, look, you should definitely get a job with Hanna-Barbera, or at least you should. Are they still going? I don't think they are, so maybe you can't. I, I th- but I think there's there's an arm of them there, because they're still training that Scooby-Doo shit, aren't didn't they? they? Didn't they kind of... Yeah, true. I thought they kind of got rolled into Warner Brothers or something, though. I'm not I'm, sure. I'm not, I, think, I, think the, I think the brand is still there. Um, right. who, who owns it and how it's run, I'm not sure, but... Um, I think Hanna-Barbera still exists of a fashion. Well, Sarah, you should definitely work in PR for Hanna-Barbera because you sold this cartoon to me in the space (laughs) of a tweet. And it, look, I mean, let's not bury the lead. It does not live up (laughs) to my expectation. No, I think, I mean, Sarah did say we would rip it to shreds, so I should have known better. And I think I was just expecting something more akin to the type of films that we watch on Better Than Mario. I was expecting something so bad that it's good out of this. Um, uh, yeah, that's not what I got, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, yes, I, I'd, not, I'd, I'd not heard of it. I didn't, like, sometimes you think, oh, I, I didn't know they did that. And then you see bits, you all recognize the animation style or recognize something. I recognize fucking nothing of this show. Um, and wasn't a huge happy days fan either so it wasn't one of those that i, I was jumping for joy over thinking oh fuck, this is going to be great this is not like an uncovered gem type of thing i was quite reluctant anyway um and then yeah watched i think i've watched three or four ran i watched the first one and then a couple of wow. random ones after managed it to do four um I mean, begrudgingly full confession, full confession <laughs> i've watched about two and three quarter episodes um i watched one and had to just 
go away. Um, it, I couldn't. It took, I, I couldn't it took me forty five minutes to get through the first episode. Um, I, I couldn't. couldn't. I kept pausing and going, "Fuck this! I can't do this. Fuck yeah, this! I can't you, do no, this." No, that's how I felt. I, I it was a struggle. Um, <laughs> I couldn't watch another one immediately, so I came back to it a couple of days later. The second one was more of a struggle. <laughs> so, which ones did you watch? So, I've seen all of the pilot, if you can call it a pilot, the first episode, the prehistoric the, uh, one, King for a Day. Yeah, I watched that yeah. one. I've seen all of the Arabian Nights type one. Right, yeah. And I've seen about two-thirds of the pirate one. Right, okay. So I watched King for a Day, which was the one I kept on pausing. on. fucking hell, this is awful. I can't do this. Um, then I watched um, the sixth episode, Ming Fu to You 2. No, is sorry. Yeah. It was that one I watched. I started to light. So I've watched... Three of it. No, I've watched two... I guess you could call it a three full episodes because I started the Arabian Nights one, got about three minutes in, and I was like, no, I'm out. No, I can't do this. And I walked away and came back and then watched uh, Ming Fu, whatever. Ming Fu to you, isn't it? It was Ming called. Fu to you too. Yeah. And then I, so I, I watched that one. Uh, yeah. And then tonight I started watching the pirate one, thinking, oh, I'll sneak another one in before the pod. I, every time I convince myself it's going to get better. Um, I've actually, I'm not shitting you. I've given myself a headache watching <laughs> that, like watching like the bit of the pirate one that I've watched yeah. tonight. It's oh, any sorry, interrupted. No, it's fine. <laughs> um, it's actually I came in earlier. I, I went out really because I had a text while I was working from uh, from the wife saying I need beer and we're out. Which, given that she was sat down in the fucking garden, twelve yards away from where I'm sat right now, I was quite pissed off with, um, because I was thinking, well, fuck, that's a little bit lazy. Walk across the road to the shop. Um, so I went out to get beer. Delivered. Jesus, we live in a coronavirus world now. Everybody gets beer delivered. Just yeah, phone but, the beer man. Well, no, this this was like half four, and if you got around before one o'clock, if you want to deliver the same day. Um, so I thought, well, fuck it, I'll go to the supermarket, get some beer. I came back, and it was that fucking art. I, I, I sat down with a beer, and thought, right, I'll. I'll stick one on now, just to you know, just to be, be the last one before we start. So I, that's when I put on um, uh, Ming Fu Tutu, and I swear to God, I thought my head was going to explode. That's how I felt. Like I'm, I'm sober today. I haven't had a drink. I wish I had. Um, I, I, I was, I was at the time. I'm not now. I honestly, I have a splitting headache after watching like the bit of that pirate episode, and I feel like I've had about ten pints. Like hmm. I. What I don't know if it's the lights is so this it, show. It does seem to be a bit flashy though. I'm wondering if it's that. The, I mean, the, it's, the, the, it's the, not it's, just. It is very flashy. Yeah, it's, but it, yeah, you just hit the nail on the head. It's more the audio genuinely disturbs me. Like the 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 like the music just cuts in the middle of bars all over yeah. the shop. The fonts has a theme, which regardless of what is going on in a scene, whenever the fonts appears, the fonts theme cuts in. So. You can be halfway through some dramatic underscore or yeah. as close to dramatic underscore as this episode gets. <laughs> well, yeah. And it'll cut immediately to the Fonz theme. The Fonz will deliver his lines and then it'll cut back to the dramatic underscore. Yeah. It's like the editing is fucking worse than Game of Thrones. And that's yeah. saying something. Yeah, um, I, I was going to say that was one of the things I did pick up is this, the, the sound editing is awful. Um, but yeah, so I watched those two episodes. I also watched, um, I'm trying to find the name of it. Um, oh, fucking what was it called? Um, uh, the Vampire Strikes Back. I wanted to watch that. I was, that I was one like, I picked right, because of the be name. Good. I picked it because of the name, thinking it was going to be you know some sort of space vampire parody. No, fuck. I, I just like look. I I've covered this plenty of times on on this show. I love monsters. Uh, vampires particularly are my jam. 
So I was like, right, there's vampires in that one. It'll be awesome. There's also one with a witch in the title. I'm like, yeah, they'll be yep. cool. I, I just can't. I couldn't. Like, I have my eye on it thinking, I'm sure the vampire one will be all right. But I just, I can't. I can't do it to myself. <laughs> just, I, yeah. I have more self-respect than that. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I just didn't have enough alcohol. Um, but yeah, it was it was quite funny. And so the things that jumped out, and I was watching on the TV downstairs, which I rarely do. Um, but the kids were both on their tablets and because Victoria was doing something in the kitchen. So I thought, fuck it, I'll just use the TV for a change. Um, so I had, it, I had it on the big screen and I was watching it thinking, what the fuck's going on with the sound of this? And then the color palette is really weird as well. So especially in the um, the prehistoric one, the first one. Yeah, it's um, all over the shop, isn't it? It's like fucking pink and purple skies and then like green rocks and shit. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? So that's I mean, really jarring and disjointing. I mean, it, it it's kind of stylistic, but it's not consistent. Oh, it's not stylistic. It's just bad. Uh, I, 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 nice. I genuinely think everybody involved with this is just after a quick buck. Oh, like, God, yeah. this, is, mean, this is this is this high concept like program making. Like this high concept production, essentially at its absolute worst. This is just somebody is... sat down and gone, okay, Happy Days is popular. Yeah. Um, what can we do? Okay, well, let's. We've, we've spun off. We've, we've spun off joining joining us, Chachi. We've spun off. Um... No, we've spun into Laverne and Shirley in the Fonz. So we've got all this stuff already. What else can we do? How can we bring kids in? Right, we'll do we'll do a cartoon and we'll make it a bit fun and a bit a little bit educational without knowing it. So they learn about dinosaurs and they learn about prehistoric culture, except you know, fucking prehistoric people with oh, science and shit like shit. that. They don't, um, more, they don't more on jack. Because I I can instantly improve this show in two ways, instantly, and we'll cover it later. Um, never make it and burn every copy. Um, it is that. <laughs> but yeah so i mean it's it's one of those you think well they've kind of snuck it in that way but for me it was not so much a, not so much happy days meets scooby-doo as happy days meets scooby-doo meets doctor who meets a cheap rip-off of some other fucking thing it's, it's, I, it's just fucking, all over the fucking shop it, it's a it's a disgrace um but it's it, it's it's paycheck theater yeah um it, it's like it's high concept to the level of, okay, we need a vehicle for the fonts. Right, I get that. Okay, I understand. I can actually see how an animated Happy Days would maybe work. Um, and especially, you know, with the fonts, he was very popular around this time. This is like the early 80s. So, you know, yeah. we even had, we had cartoon spin-offs of like Mr. T out of the A-Team and things yeah. like that. So this, you know, this is a proven, this can work. Mm-hmm. I say that, you know, the Mr. T one probably came a bit later, but we know that this as a thing can work. You know, we see also Hulk Hogan's rock and wrestling and, you know, this yeah. using celebrities or characters from, you know, um, live action shows, spun into a cartoon, it can work. Yeah. So that would have been fine. But then in what fucking world are you sat around in a story meeting going, I tell you what we'll do. Fonzie can fuck up and not fix a time machine when he tries to and it can get him lost and then... They need to get back to the fifties. Like, what? Where the fuck? How does that even fit into Happy Days? Like, what? Well, this where does that I mean, come into anything? But then again, didn't they spin something off with um, Fonz and Mork? Did they? So, so that the, yeah, I'm sure there's something with um, where there's some sort of crossover. In which case, um, no, we, we've established there are aliens in that world. Okay, but even so, Mork ain't in this. Like, no, probably didn't have a license. Yeah, I mean, no, that, you... that's I've got issues with that as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I just I don't get like we talk a lot about the Disney afternoon and and we've done a lot of the Disney afternoon on this show and like I'm not going to bang my drum on it too much but um you know I I get quite irate when people sort of beat down on Eisner um all right yeah I know he wasn't great towards the end he definitely stayed too long but 
when you look at the kind of high concept stuff that he was churning out in the early 90s and yeah. you compare a direct comparison to this you can you can draw a comparison for instance between this and your ducktales or your rescue rangers where you've taken a proven franchise with some proven characters and you've yeah. gone right okay we need an action adventure show what have we got okay well we've got chippendale right okay so we'll have rescue rangers then that's when high concept works okay and it can work you just have to kind of make the pieces fit you can't force it like that just that naturally fit i'm sure as soon as they went chippendale somebody went yeah okay one can be dressed as magnum one can be dressed as indiana jones and if you don't love that there's something wrong with you yeah yeah like that works also ducktales like what can we do with scrooge mcduck and who we do in louis okay well we'll send them off on globetrotting adventures right fine that all makes sense yeah the Fonz time traveling, that like look, the Fonz as a lead, full stop, doesn't Terrible make idea. sense. Terrible fucking idea, right? It, like you know, everybody talks about jump the shark. Okay, we all understand that. Like that has become a cultural thing now. When the Fonz jump the shark, okay, yeah. this is jumping the shark every week. It is literally here is a character who is as two dimensional as they come. Okay, mm. yes, he's popular as as somebody who pops up once a week. You know, like Kramer would be on Seinfeld, pops yeah. up once a week, does his bit, goes away. He's funny, yeah. okay? But when all of a sudden he's your hero, that just doesn't work because there's nothing to hang the show on with the font. He literally saunters through this show, clicking his fingers, going, hey, and just trying to fuck everything that moves. Yeah. That is his response to everything. You've been kidnapped by pirates? Go, hey, and smack something. You know? There are, you're fucking being about to be eaten by a dinosaur? Make friends with it. Go, hey, it'll be fine. Yeah. Like, he does nothing like all he does is wisecrack go a and punch the fucking time machine so and still not fix it like how fucking useless a mechanic is he like every time he tries to fix it it goes wrong yeah i mean in the um the chinese episodes uh mingfu 22 he does fix he does put it back together um without the one part that's been sold um so he does that but it's kind of a shit time machine anyway um and cupcake doesn't seemingly know how it fucking works Cupcake is the most useless character to ever exist in anything ever. Cupcake is solely there for them to have the joke of Fonzie calling a girl Cupcake every 30 seconds. That is it. That is the extent of her character. I mean, she's also there to swoon over him on a regular basis. And and she's also there to to show how inept women are. Yeah. Well, no, it's fucking happy days. What do you expect? Uh, No, it's it's the 50s. Um, Yeah, but it's not, though, is it? But no, it's not. Well, this is it. But that's the whole thing. No, and that, but that's the thing. That, that was happy days all over, wasn't it? It was you know, set in the late fifties, shot in the seventies, where people either should have known better and didn't, or just didn't give a fuck to be honest, because they were getting paid. Um, but yeah, you're right. No, she, she is absolutely fucking useless. Everything she tries, she fails at, and need, you know she then needs to be bailed out by Fonzie or the dog. Because no, fucking don't even, even, even get I'll, me started. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna have to start on the dog because the dog really fucks me off. Um, he's the most. He's more annoying than Scrappy Doo. He's Scrappy Doo crossed with Muttley. Yes, that's exactly. Yes, that is exactly what Actually, he is. No, I'll, I'll rephrase that. He's Scrappy Doo crossed with Muttley, crossed with a cunt. <laughs> crossed with Theon Greyjoy. There you <laughs> yeah. go. Um, um, but yeah, it's it's. I mean, we'll come on to the dog shortly because the the dog is really fucking annoying. But even the dog who is. Useless... I have not come on any dogs. <laughs> no, me either. But you know, winter's coming. Um, but yeah, the, the whole the, the dog is just there to take pratfalls because they can't make any of the human characters do it. But even the dog is more effective than Cupcake. I mean, the dog is it's 
is low-key the star of the show. Annoying as he is, like, the dog has more screen time than anybody. The dog and has more character than anybody, let's be fair. Yeah, and be it that he is completely inept, which he is, and constantly fucks things up, I think it's only really him and Cupcake that have any agency in any of the stories. It's usually that they fuck things up, but yeah. they're the only ones with any agency. Because, like, Fonzie's, like, way of fixing everything, it literally is to show up and go, hey, that, that's it. That is all he does, and somehow that makes well, him the hero. It's it's it, he, 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 he turns up, he goes, hey, and he, he hits something with the side of his fist. He doesn't punch it, he pops it with the side of his fist, um, like he used to do with the jukebox in Arthur's. And do you remember there was a Family Guy episode where Peter goes back to school, and he does it. He, he comes in with the leather jacket, he goes to the candy, he goes, hey, and he hits the jukebox, he hits it on the glass, and the, it all explodes on his hand, and he starts bleeding everywhere. That's what this is missing. Because it's that fucking stupid. I mean, I feel like it's done that to my eyeballs. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, um, okay, okay look, look, I, I don't even know where to start pulling this apart. Like, literally, you you could point the finger at any aspect of this, and I could go an hour on just pulling this apart. It, like, <laughs> it's fucking right to start with. And I've mentioned this before. I know I've had this discussion with you before. I think on the real Ghostbusters episode. So yeah. we have something that's based on a live action property. Yeah. And if you're going to do that and you're going to animate it, or if you're going to transpose it even into a comic book, which is something that I'm very familiar with as well. Okay. If you want to do that about the biggest mistake you can possibly, possibly make is try to be as accurate to the live action counterpart yeah. as possible because real people don't move like cartoons and we no, don't no. express ourselves like cartoons. That is the point of cartoons. They are exaggerated. Yeah. Okay. That is the whole point. So when you have this version of Fonzie and you try your damnedest to make it look like Fonzie and it does to be fair, it's pretty yeah. good. I mean, you know, it's the, the three likenesses are pretty good actually. Yeah, they are. But then that makes them wooden as all hell. It yes. also like Fonzie has crow's feet in this. Yeah. Like, which I'm sure he did in the show as well, because he is older well, than the yeah, rest of them. As but, Henry, Henry Inkle was about fucking 50 when they did, they yeah. did Happy Days, wasn't he? But um, it just but, makes him look like a creepy old man in this. Which is kind of what he should have looked like in Happy Days anyway. You know, he's the, the fucking, he's, he's, he's the kid who was cool when he was in school, but 30 years later, he still thinks he's in school and he's still as cool as everybody else. Um, but the Fonz is a fucking cartoon anyway. You look at him in Happy Days and you know, the way he moves, you know, he doesn't move like a normal person. He doesn't walk. He fucking has this sort of strutty, sauntery thing where his, his shoulders are fucking going like Gary Glitter all the time. The way he moves around, it's not fucking natural anyway. So they've actually made him more realistic in the cartoon than he was in the real fucking show. <laughs> you might be right. Um, <laughs> I apologize to Henry Wunker for the Gary Glitter uh, comparison because that's really uncalled for. Yeah, um, well, I wasn't going to pull you up on it just because I hate this show so fucking much. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty I'm, much going to let you take any pot <laughs> shot you want, but that that was below the belt, definitely. Well, that's what they said. Um, but yeah, it's I don't know. It's just one of those that I mean, I don't. I've not seen that much of Happy Days that really appeals to me. I've seen quite a few episodes, and I've just kind of gone, yeah, whatever. Um, and I've seen Henry Winkler in other things, and I think he's been better in a lot of other things. Um, but, I mean, surely him and Ron Howard at this point, in this cartoon, are just going, you know what, just fucking pay me, I'll do whatever. I mean, it but, feels like everybody's doing that, the fucking performance. Bearing in mind that it is all the original cast, like, the performances are fucking atrocious. Well, I think, I think it's not even as if it's the original cast and they're going back to it after 10 years of not playing the character. They're in the middle of fucking doing it. They're in the middle of the Happy Days run. They're, I think, I think Ron Howard had left Happy Days by this point, though, because this is possibly. this was like the eighties, and this, Ron this Howard 
Ron Howard definitely left Happy Days before the end. Well, he so, ran to eighty four, so he may still been he may still been out of that. Maybe I don't know, but I know he definitely left for the end. I incidentally do quite like Happy Days. I wouldn't say I, I love it or anything, but I do have quite fond memories of Happy Days because it was I have said before, um my nan had Sky and I was often round there after school and Happy Days was something that was on constantly between about five and six o'clock like in well, that prime channel, time slot where they went channel four did as well didn't they a couple of years later channel four bought it um, and mm. they ran it to fucking death yeah so it was just something that was always on i wouldn't say i particularly loved it but it was definitely an easy watch so it was it was something that i had you know i have some nostalgia for happy days um so you know I, this gets a little bit of credit from me for that as well like okay it's the happy days gang i know these characters um, but again, they're just so like they don't belong. They do not belong here. No, we've talked about this before. It's kind of like they shoehorned it in. It's like no, they they had a property, they had an idea for it. How do we how do we get this show made? I don't know. We'll make we'll we'll kind of rejig it to make it happy days so that people will buy it. Um, it looks as though Richie was in most of Happy Days. I think he, he came he came in and out, um, but he was he was there for most of it. He's, he's there in 1980. He's there in 1984. Um, so yeah, he's, he's around for most of it. I could swear he left. He he, he might have you know he might have done it, you know, gone on to do bit you know, bit parts and stuff. But he's he's in episodes in every season. Oh, sorry, he left it. He, it looks like he's left in 1980 and come back in 1983. Oh, there you so go. He's come, he's, he's come back for the end. But again, but again, he would have been playing Richie Cunningham in Happy Days when this, they were making this fucking thing. So it's, it's yeah, not as I if they forgot the character at this point. They must have been right because it feels like what are, what are they like. 10 episodes a season something like that of this they're, they're on many, yeah they're 20 yeah, odd minutes each like they literally must have like finished a season of happy days and then somebody went like right stay there we'll get some beers in um, yeah, yeah you know give yeah, us a couple of hours here's some fan fiction yeah like um, read through yeah, this so there, were, there were 13 episodes in season one and 11 in season two okay uh that's that's way too many um, yeah that, that's that's about 23 too many um just incidentally um more uh, mork and mindy was set in the same world as happy days and laverne and shirley laverne was the uh, the mutual friend that tied the three shows together okay um <coughs> excuse me so where were we before that sidetrack uh, i don't know uh, but <coughs> the one fucking hell we look worse than the show all over the shop um <laughs> Yeah, the one we're, thing we're I will say is, like, money for it, if you know, if you're going to do that and you're going to spin these characters off, and as I say, I have nostalgia for them, so I'd probably go, oh, it's a show about Fonzie and the Happy Days gang. Okay. Um, even if you're going to take the stretch of putting them in a fucking time machine, which is bonkers to me. Yeah. Um, I think there's two ways you can take this show. Like, there's mileage in Fonzie being a man out of time and, and going down that route. Okay, there's mileage in that. Have him just, you know, <clears throat> drop the whole angle about... Because that's the other thing. Like, the dog is there and it gives it a kind of weird Scooby-Doo vibe. But they don't actually solve mysteries like Scooby-Doo. They don't actually fucking do anything. They they, they show up. The time machine shows up. There is a damsel in distress and it's always yeah. a woman. There's a damsel in distress and somehow the Fonz fucking A's his way to saving her. And yeah. presumably gets laid off screen because it's a cartoon. Um, now, so this is kind of an action-adventure show, which Fonzie has no place being in. But if it was kind of... That animated sitcom kind of style, like the Jetsons then, for instance, yeah. or, or the Flintstones or something like that. And it's all about Fonzie going to a different time period and learning like what it's like to be a fucking 50s greaser in ancient China. Like, that's got mileage, I think. That could maybe work. Or if it's 
you know, they're in this time machine, stuck traveling through time, trying to get back. And instead of being an action adventure show, it's an edutainment product. Yeah. And like you mentioned about kids learning stuff about dinosaurs and stuff, other than there are dinosaurs, it doesn't really try and teach you much. But no. if they went more hardline down the edutainment route, maybe that would work. But as it is, there is nothing to hold this together. Like no. we mentioned, the sound editing jumps all over the place. The fucking script is all over the place. Like, the, I don't know if there was one. I get the impression most of it's, it's fucking improv. It, yeah, it seems like a collection of words basically it's kind of like they've given um uh dd khan a script and they've given danny most a script and then kind of gone to ron howard and henry Winkler. you know what just fucking do what you like and uh, yeah it's just i mean yeah it's it's all over the place and like ron howard's response to everything is just a fucking sardonic one-liner yeah which again doesn't fit with richie at all no doesn't Um, he, he, he does seem out of character doesn't he yeah he's completely off um ralph mouth isn't bad um, the Fonz is just as fucking annoying as the Fonz ever was. Um, and, yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's just fucking annoying. But the, the one thing that bugged me, actually... So, so, it's one watched, thing that bugged you? <laughs> the, the one thing that bugged me more than others, right, is that we've talked about... Well, this is, like, nearly 60 episodes in, I think, of, of SMPD now. So we, we've talked quite a lot about you know, where shows start and things. This one, I, I, I had to go back and watch it again because I missed the fucking bit where they were introduced to Cupcake and they travelled through time. Oh, that is a fucking that opening. That might be another thing that gives me the headache. So, in in the pilot episode, I genuinely think I I, I thought I'd missed like a TV special or something, mm. um, because basically every episode starts with the Fonz literally going. I mean, and this is due to network ad breaks in America. I understand yeah. it. It's, it's the Fonz going, "Hey, look what's coming up this week on Fonz and the Happy Days Gang," and it shows you a collection of clips. Yeah. Which again is fucking annoying because you're giving yeah, away books then the there's the anyway. titles, which the titles recount the story to you. Yes. Okay. And it's it's um is it Harv Wolfman, isn't it? I think is Wolf- that his name? Wolf- Wolfman Jack. Wolfman Jack, that's him. What's Harv Wolfman? Where the fuck have I got that from? I have no idea. Wolfman Jack. Anyway. <laughs> Wolfman Jack. Wolfman Jack. Fucking screaming at you, like recounting the story, but again in broken sentences. Yeah. Like it ah. Uh, it's just horrendous, and and it does. It feels like an assault. Yeah, I, I I honestly thought I'd missed I'd, I'd missed the, the first because obviously what I mean tracking this thing down it, it's on YouTube and they're all on YouTube all twenty four episodes are on YouTube. It's not anywhere else, and for good reason because it's fucking annoying. Um, but, but yeah, I thought I'd missed an episode. I thought I'd missed a pilot whereby we were finding out who Cupcake is, how they end up going back in time, how they end up getting lost in time and not able to get back. Any of that shit, any fucking background. But no. It wasn't there. Well, they they kind of try and get it through to you, and and you will have heard this, um, obviously, at the start of the show because it's the intro. But because Wolfman is just barking these staccato sentences at you, yeah, like it it literally sounds like he's drunk. He probably was, to be fair. He is literally just shouting things like, "Hey, it's the Fonzie, and it's a time machine, and the time machine's broke." And it's it's ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. It's like the, again, it's like there's no script. Somebody just gave him an animatic with no sound and went right. Describe what's going on. Yeah, it's, it's do a catchphrase. Just say what you see, and we'll we'll kind of you. It feels we'll like it. he's riffing. Yeah, um, it's it's bizarre. It's utterly bizarre, and that is what passes for the setup. Yeah, um, you and, know, and, and, and that, that annoyed me because I, I I spent most of the first episode going, well, how the fuck did they get here? I, I've spent most of every episode like, okay. <laughs> How do they get anywhere? Who yeah. is Cupcake? Why does yeah. she have magic? 
Um, well, apparently, Cupcake, we find in the, the, the China episode, the um, Ming Fu, whatever the fuck it was called, Ming Fu T2, um, we find out in passing dialogue that she's from the 25th century. Yeah, she okay, has 25th fine. century powers, apparently. Yeah, okay, so great, fine. She's from the 25th century. And we know she's a time traveler because she has a time machine. Fantastic. And finding out through story rather than exposition, okay, they've tried, lesson, mm-hmm. but where's the magic come from? Yeah. Why is she so fucking useless to the magic? No, surely there's a reason why she can't do it, but she thinks she can. Did is, she? No, did she flunk out of wizard school? No. Did is she, she a wizard? I don't. Well, well no, is this just, is it. No, is, is it, it that humans have evolved magical powers in the yeah. 25th century? Or is she not human? She's actually some form of you no know, humanoid alien. Who the fuck knows? Because and none it, of this is explained. And I don't. I don't. I didn't. I don't necessarily need fucking you no know, scrolling titles on a screen. Our Star Wars. If this is what's fucking happening. But some sort of introduction to a, to a character who is new to this world, not not no no pun intended, is new to this story universe. We need the introduction. We need to know where she's from and what her, what her fucking point is. I mean, why, look, why does she end up in 1957 Milwaukee of all fucking places? Well, yeah. Why did she go there to begin with? But it's as easy as you know. And and in children's animated shows, we see this kind of thing all the time. I'm not defending it. I I don't think it gives kids a lot of respect. But you could literally have her speak a line of exposition or someone else speak a line of exposition to her every episode and it wouldn't feel too out of place. No. You know, something along the lines of, you know, hey, Cupcake, why don't you use your magic powers from the 25th century or use your magic 25th century bracelet because she's got some sort of time bracelet thing. Why not link the powers to that? Like, you know, no. she just needs to hey, I can get us out of this using my magical time bracelet. Yeah. Right, fine. That explains it. That works. Yeah, and then we can move on. Yeah, but they don't make any effort to do that because they've made no effort to write any sort of coherent story whatsoever. There is no script. They treat children well. Look, when the audience are children, you can get away with a lot. Yeah. Okay. You don't but, have to worry. You don't have to worry about them not liking it. But they treat children like absolute fucking idiots in this show. They do. Like, and I'm I mean, sorry, thing- but even kids will know this is bad. Yeah, and the thing with kids' TV, especially in this period where there wasn't a great deal of choice, is that parents would have seen seen Fonzie as a brand. They'd have seen Happy Days as a brand that they know. They know it's not going to be smutty. They know it's not going to be in outlandish, so they think. So they're, they'll quite happily park their kids in front of it while they're doing, you know, they come home from school, they stick in front of that while they're making dinner. And they know it's going to be relatively harmless. And that's what they've relied on. So they don't have to, no, they, as, as writers and as, as um, showrunners, you don't have to worry about story because you've got a brand. And that's kind of what this feels like. Oh, we just chuck some, some old shit together. We'll put them in a bit of peril. Fonzie will click his fingers, go, eee, and then it's done. And then we're back to normal. And then they'll have another one next week. And they'll just sit there and lap it up because it's happy days. And it's, it's incredibly yeah, it's, disrespectful, but it worked. It's high concept, low effort. This is exactly what it is, like to its core. It sounds like everything I ever do. The minimum effort and expense possible. But A, it's, it's Fonzie and it's the Happy Days gang. So it'll be fine. Everybody will watch it. Fonzie's popular. Um, exactly. It's, and I said, no, this, this is the height of Happy, Happy Days popularity as well. No, this is uh, this was sort of just over halfway through the run. I and mean, they had another four seasons out of Happy Days after this. Yeah, I mean, I... I totally understand the thinking i just don't understand the complete lack of effort all around and especially from hannah barbera who like look again i've made my feelings clear on hannah barbera some of this stuff i really like some of this stuff i don't care for scooby-doo in fact i've said several times i don't particularly care for um Mm. when when they're good they're very very good when they're bad they're mediocre i I think you know hannah barbera generally they never 
they're never awful unless it's this and they're never <laughs> they're never exceptional you know they're just kind of but they're good they're, they're of consistent quality this i i don't understand where this came from like i don't understand no, how don't anybody either. in it in an animation studio of that repute looks at this and goes yeah this is all right we can put this next to hong kong fooey and scooby-doo and the flintstones and the jetsons yeah it'd be fine we can we can stand behind this yeah like, what the actual fuck yeah, I, I mean, I, I read it. something. I, I read something earlier on today, um, which it's pl- it, it would be plausible and would explain a lot had it not been for Hannah uh, for Hannah and Barbera coming out and saying it was bollocks. Um, that there was a theory that went around. There was a lot of talk going around that because of the design, especially the inter- the interior design of the time machine, which is has that big central fucking thing with with a console around it and a big pillar in the middle, rooms going off which can't possibly be there because the shape and size of the time machine. That it was in- intended to be a Doctor Who spin off but they couldn't get the rights for it. That would explain a hell of a lot of the structure and a lot of, no, a lot of the, the style of it. Um, but Hannah, uh, but both Hannah and Barbera came out and said, uh, came out and said they ne- no, it was always intended to be a Happy Day spin-off. They never, no, it was never anything to do with Doctor Who. But given the fact that um, they, it's a very similar um, physical style, in terms of the way that the, way the, um, the, the time machine is designed, they go, no, they go back in time and they, no, they meet people who are on the periphery of very famous events or very famous uh, famous figures from history. That all ties into the way that, I mean, certainly in the 80s, Doctor Who was put together and even going into the, the new batch from 2005 onwards. That's kind of something they've done with varying degrees of success since you know, since the show was created. Um, so that would make a lot more sense because, I mean, it has that sort of feel to it whereby they go to a defined period in history whereby something's happening, they fuck it up, they put it right, or something, something isn't right, they fix it and they fuck off. But they don't. They never come back to where they started. Um, that kind of makes sense. Not that makes it good necessarily, but it kind of makes sense you know, to, to where, where this show goes. But it's almost as if they've kind of somebody's had the idea and gone right. We'll do this. Ah, oh, fuck no, we can't do that. Right. What else can we do instead? We'll just shoehorn in Fonzie because everyone loves Fonzie. Fucking hell. Um, and then we'll take it from there. And people, you know, and we'll still have our product. We'll still sell our show. That would make more sense to me, and that would explain a lot of fucking bonkers choices that would be made in putting this together. I think, yeah, I can see how this could be a Doctor Who show. What I don't buy with that, though, is that this is an animated show <coughs> and that the scripts for what there is of them are so Fonzie-centric. You know, the fact that there are babes in distress every episode and there's so much of the A and stuff like like it. It's very clearly, it's not just been retrofitted onto a Doctor Who story. Like, that. No, no, this no, no. I, Doctor I think... Who would have been out before, you know, ink even hit paper, I think. Oh, yeah, um, because I mean, Doctor Who was 20-plus years before Happy Days. Um, but no, I'm not not necessarily the episodes themselves, but certainly if you look at the, the, style, what, the style of what they've gone for and so the... I can um, see how it could the, be Doctor Who influenced. Yes. I yeah, mean, I, I, can... I, can, I can see if somebody said, right, I want, well, we want to make a Doctor Who cartoon, and they went, no, we're not going to do that because... No, Again, in America, Doctor Who only really took off in 2005, 2006 when the new series started. Um, but we like the idea of traveling through time and getting into these various things. So instead of that, why don't you come up with something that American television viewers will relate to and then come back to, come back to us with a script and all the rest of it? So as a concept, I can see it may, it may have worked. And, and then having gone on to make that. but So they both denied it, and I've got no reason to, to, to doubt that that's yeah, not... I'm not, I'm not sure. I see. Because it's an animated product, it's not like it's... Um... It's a live action product, for instance, where you can write a script and then if you need to change some stuff out before cameras roll, it should be easy enough. Like because this is animated, like everything has to be planned. 
like to mm. the to the minutest detail because you are creating it from nothing um so yeah i i don't see that there was ever actually doctor who specifically involved like any kind no. of licensing agreement or anything like that, that, that i mean like through. i said they i mean they, they've denied it from day one they've always said it was never the intention it was always gonna be a happy days product but so I, I can see there are elements to it and so it's it just i thought it was uh one of the more interesting things i read about it today and um, yeah I, I can i can definitely see see how that works um but it you know, again, there are so many places here where even as a Happy Days product and they go, OK, it's going to be time travel or whatever. Like even if they had a time travel idea first and then they said, OK, let's put Fonzie in it. Right. Fine. OK. Then they decide it's not going to be edutainment and it's not going to be like one of these animated sitcoms. It's going to be an action adventure show. Right. OK. Fine. Now we're talking about Hanna-Barbera, the studio that has the Flintstones, Captain Caveman, the Jetsons. Scooby-Doo for the mystery episodes. Johnny Quest for the mystery episodes. Why is this not the Fonzie traveling through time meeting these characters mm. who are all have star power in their own right? Like, how much better would that be? Fuck, they do it with Scooby-Doo. It seems like on the reg now, Scooby-Doo's well, yeah. like always meeting fucking Kiss or John but Cena. Scooby-Doo Scooby always Queen. did, though. I mean... Yeah, I mean they're doing it now. They haven't. They're doing their feature uh, feature length episodes where you know, Scooby Doo meets WWE or meets whoever. But they always did that. Like they, um, I can't remember which series it was because again, it's like the fucking comic books. There are so many iterations of, of Scooby Doo, same as there are with Spider Man. Um, but there was one whereby you know they met Corn one week and Sonny and Cher the next, and they they did that. And they you know they had a little mystery around those characters as well. So I mean, this is something that Hanna Barbera have done for fucking donkey's years. But every time they've done it previously, they've done it a hell of a lot better than this. Mm. Where's Scooby Doo meets Cujo? Where's that fucking episode? Yeah, Scooby Doo meets Old Yeller. Yeah, like where are those? Like, or, show me or, that. Yeah, or no, Cruella Deville. There's fucking one. Scooby Doo meets <laughs> Cruella Deville. Maybe that's one for who wins. Yeah, there's one for you. Stop the presses. Um, <laughs> fucking hell, no. Mr. Cool meets Cruella Deville is what I want to see. Mr. Cool no. meets fucking Pedigree Chum will do me. Just throw him in the mincer. <laughs> like, what a fucking annoying little twat this dog is, really. He's an absolute fucking bellend. He's a terrible character. Um, <laughs> He's just the worst. He is the... I think he may be my least favourite cartoon character of all time. And I, I'm, I'm thinking hard about that as well. Yeah. Like, I really think he may be my least favourite cartoon character ever. I'm going to have to think about that one, but he's certainly going to be up there. Um, yeah, fucking hell. Yeah. He's, 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 he's the, he's the fucking millhouse, isn't he? Yeah, but Milhouse is kind of charming in a. Milhouse has an endearing charm as much as he's. He tries and he knows he's fucking useless. Yeah. Where but he Mr. still tries cool. anyway. Mr. Cool thinks he's the fucking mutts nuts. Yeah. Uh, he's. Oh, he just winds me up. He's offensive. Like, he's, he's. Here's the other thing as well. Like, occasionally he's able to talk and occasionally he just barks. Yeah, it's, it's the fucking Scooby Doo thing, isn't it? Yeah. So, like, which is it? Can he talk or not? Because, like, when he when they reduce him to barking, it's generally for dramatic effect. Like, he needs to communicate something and he can't. Well, yeah. I want to admit, not not fucking ten seconds ago, he was cracking on to the leggy blonde woman. So, well, this is like in the in the the uh, Ming Fu episode, he gets wrapped up in a kite and takes off, and he's trying to but he's been he's been barking and making sort of mutley noises, and then he very clearly says, "Rhyme a raid of rights." And so, okay, well, you can talk. So yeah, why have you so, not fucking talking talk the entire bastard episode? Yeah. When you needed to talk, why didn't you? Now, when you were using chopsticks and dropping the fucking food, 
why didn't you say, oh, for fuck's sake, oh, no, well, not for fuck's sake, it's a kid show, but why did you not articulate the fact that you couldn't use chopsticks? I mean, he's a fucking dog. He doesn't have opposable thumbs. So how the hell is he going to hold chopsticks? Well, like the rest of us, to be honest, I'm fucking, I'm all fucking fingers with chopsticks as well. Well, I mean, yeah, most people are, but like he, he, there is no way, like it is impossible for him yeah. to use chopsticks. Like <laughs> he, he just can't do it. How is he going to stabilize them? But but again, you've got you've got to have Fonzie be you know in, in in a cool and funny way poking fun at other cultures. Oh yeah, because everybody knows the best way to be cool is to make fun of everyone around you. You build oh, yourself right. up by knocking others down. Everybody yeah. knows that, right? And and to be abjectly racist. Yeah. Um, oh, of course. I mean, I've I've danced around the issue to be honest because it's this is so horrendously racist on so many levels that I, I just didn't even know if it was worth mentioning. Like it's so abundantly obvious to anybody that will watch it. Like, and not don't get me wrong. It's not racist in the let's make fun of the Chinese culture way, or let's make fun of the Arab culture way. It's not, you know, there are no cheap shots. Yeah. It's not mocking or belittling. It's just kind of it's pointing just... out this different and therefore it must be wrong. And the accents are <laughs> <Yeah>. just, I mean, Look, I I know, I know it's the 80s, but look, we all know that Chinese people don't talk like that, right? So can we just stop now? Because that still goes on in cartoons. Like, can we just stop with that? Like, and not just Chinese people, that just happens to be Chinese people in this episode. French people don't talk like that either. Yeah, it's it's anybody with an accent, anybody with a foreign accent is portrayed. Whenever you see it, certainly in cartoons, it's overly, it's overdone, it's... Oh, it's done for effect, but no, it's generally offensive. I think the only one I've seen that address it properly is South Park because they do it in a, an offensive way. But then as soon as that, that character is not interacting with one of the residents of South Park, they're speaking very normally. Um, I can't remember the guy who owns the city walk. I can't remember his name. But they do, there's an episode with him whereby somebody goes in and buys Chinese food. And he's like, oh, oh, yeah, you pay me $2. And all of a sudden, it's no, as soon as that character goes out, why do I have to do this every time they come in? Because yeah. no, and it's, they're, they're, they're lampooning it. Yeah, I mean, I think they're the only people who actually do that. And I was I think going to say other, hats think, off to South Park. Uh, or generally, just in general, yeah, in, in, in general, in South general Park, I mean, there's like, and the South Park rule for me is brilliant: is that you can say anything or you can say nothing. Yes, um, and I think it's brilliant. Family Guy do the same as well, but yeah, they're the only ones who. I mean, everybody knowingly lampoons. Everybody goes out and puts these fucking you know, stereotypical accents in, and you know, they all do it. But the South Park and occasionally Family Guy are the only ones who acknowledge the fact that they are doing it because they know it's fucking wrong. And they're doing it to show how wrong it is. And I, yeah. I get that you know, we're, we're fucking 30 years removed, 40 years removed from this show, but you know, th- um, you know, the, the, some of the stuff we, you know, we've talked about before, where, you know, which was sort of late 80s, early 90s, um, you know, we're 30 years away removed from that. But still, um, we're still seeing products of, of that type now, whereby they're going, you go, fuck, no, you can't do that. Um, and this, I mean, this just took the fucking piss for me. It really. In, in fairness, though, Cupcake appears to be a woman of some some color. I don't know what. I think that was the difference but... in the episodes because in in the first one she wasn't, and then the second one she kind of was, and it kind of I don't know. She seems on what color palette they're using. She, she seems to be something other than Caucasian. Anyway, they they never say what it is, um, but who knows. <laughs> Who knows? But, but what I'm saying is again, they're not she, making. She talks like a, she talks like a sort of no, early '80s white woman from middle. Yes, America. they they they. For as much as they make her inept, they don't racially stereotype her. Um, but as you say, that may just be their color palette as well. I don't know. But also, she's already inept by being a woman, so they don't need to add race to it as well. 
Uh, well, yeah, she's. I mean, to be fair, everybody in this fucking show is just a dribbling idiot, apart from Fonzie. Yeah, and Fonzie, Fonzie's just a bit of a dick. Well, Fonzie's a dick in general, isn't he? That's oh, yeah. the thing. People, people all too often confuse being cool with being a cunt, um, and and Fonzie is kind of the epitome of that. But you know, that was that was the fifties. That's what cool Fuck. was then. It was Fuck, macho. That, that was the nineties when we were. That was the nineties when we were in school as well. I, yeah, I mean, it, it's I'd just, imagine it's still the same now. Yeah, um, it just wearing a leather jacket and grease in your hair does not make you cool. Um, oh. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it does to the majority of the population and weird weirdos. Um, probably my that. Wardrobe, then. Probably that. Um, like, but I I do understand how Fonzie is seen as cool. Like, I I get it, but I don't think that is enough to just hang this entire episode. No. Uh, sorry, this entire show on. Like, yeah, it's because he's cool. Everybody else is an idiot because he's cool. Yeah, it's kind of like no, Fonzie saves history because he's cool. Yeah, but it's it's also like all the women turn into just morons around him because he's well, so he, cool. Like, but he, just but he's he's a walking links advert, isn't he? I guess he is. Yeah. Oh, um, sorry for, for American listeners. He's a walking axe body spray uh, advert. He's he's Johnny Bravo without the irony, isn't he? But yeah, or the charisma. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oddly enough, definitely not the charisma, and definitely not in this fucking show. No. Um, but I, think, I mean, this this show, this the whole show was a fucking pun machine. Anyway, that that's the only, that's the only thing they've done with it. It's the only sort of whether it's written or whether it's improv, certainly yeah, by Winkle and Howard. Puns, though, are they? That's... There are very few good puns anyway. But you know, it's oh, I don't you know. get you get some decent ones. Like I'll take that back. You do get some decent ones, but not generally on TV. Um, you tend to get good ones from comics who specialize in that. But I mean, this this show certainly, as far as Henry Winkler and Ron Howard are concerned, it's just an excuse to make deadpan puns, and yeah. that's all they fucking do. I, I don't think it's deadpan so much as just don't Can't give a asked. fuck. Yeah, <laughs> is what it is. Like they just do not give a fuck. They're clearly just collecting a paycheck. Yeah, which I'd um, imagine midway through the Happy Days run, which is uh, uh, it's a lot. It was it's a lot. Be a big fucking payday. I mean, this is the thing. It's like, did the entire budget for this show, which may have been slight to begin with, did the entire budget just go on getting them, and that's why the animation is so fucking shoddy. You know, I mean, again, it's Hanna Barbera. It shouldn't be fucking shiny. Well, you say that Hanna Barbera aren't great. Well, they're not. Again, they're not Disney quality, they're not. They're average. Yes, they are. They are average. I would agree. Like Hanna Barbera, you know, do use a lot of drop frames. Do use a lot of repeated backgrounds. Um, but but no, this they're, is they're recognised techniques. There's not. There's nothing wrong with that per se. No, but it it does look cheap when that yeah. happens. Um, and and this is that times a million. Like there are so many repeated backgrounds and repeated yeah. frames of animation. In this and more than more than anything, as I say, they they make no effort to animate those faces, and it's difficult to begin with because they've tried to make them look lifelike. Yeah, um, it they just look like you almost get the uncanny valley effect with these yeah. with these faces because they just don't emote. They they're terrible. They're terrible. I like the closest thing to animation that you get is whenever you get Mr. Cool involved in some business, but then he he's so fucking robotic with his movement because there are so many missing frames. Yeah. That and not only that, it's he's not a dog, so he doesn't move like a dog anyway. So it's all fuck it's all to cock anyway. Is he not a dog? I thought he was a dog. No, I mean he's a dog, but he's standing on two legs and fucking oh, point, yeah. pointed his That's never explained either, is it? Why does he walk on two legs? Yeah, no, he's he's an anthropomorphic anthrop- fucking hell. Why do I say this when I'm trying to anthropomorphic. 
I only ever try and say it when I've been drinking. It never comes into the fucking daily like conversation. like that word, isn't it? Oh, I'll tell you what. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so, I mean, why do you have a dog of that type? Um, why not just what have it? What kind of dog is he anyway? He's just a mutt, isn't he? Yeah, I have no fucking idea. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, what, no, why have a human, human, a human, oh, fucking, I can't speak. Anthropomorphic. Now. Yeah. A human-esque dog. Um, humanized. <laughs> that was the word you were looking for. No, hu- uh, humanized means of huma- uh, giving him humanity. Um, human-esque as in human-like. Um, oh, right, as in they, he looks like a human is what you're yeah. going for. Okay. Yeah, because um, I can't say the other word. Um, but yeah, like, what's the point of that? Why not have a small fucking child who tags along? You know, somebody's nephew who they were stuck babysitting when you know, they got taken back in time and now can't get home. I, I could tell you exactly why that is. That is because for as much as nobody involved seems to give a fuck about this, the second you get the Fonz take a child to prehistoric era and put the child in danger of being eaten by a T-Rex, the network go, uh, no, we're not doing that because it's wholly irresponsible to even give the Fonz a child in the first fucking but place. But it's the 80s. And the reality of it is, there's another story beat you could have there. I mean, why doesn't, like, Fonz must have, like, what? 50-odd kids. I was going to say, I mean, he gets around a bit. There's got to be at least a couple of dozen kids around. Yeah. I mean, he could even just travel through history, like, looking for his descendants and things. Like, maybe he comes from a long line of Fonzarellis who have spread their seed throughout history. And so he's going back to meet all his ancestors to find out where he came from. There's another story arc you could follow. Anything other than this random shouted nonsense that says, yeah, there was a spaceship, maybe type time machine and it blew up and Fonzie hit it and he thought he fixed it but he didn't because he's rubbish and now they're stuck and 1957 okay go yeah I think I've just given that more thought than anybody <laughs> in the entire production team. yeah I think you're probably right actually um so let me see if I get this straight okay just from memory as well I bet you I can describe the setup for this show better than Wolfman Jack does okay go so then. you go to the voice though oh I can't do that voice <laughs> I, I I can't I can't do a Fonz impersonation as has been evidenced many times on this show. I definitely can't do Wolfman Jack. Better than mine. What is it? It's kind of like crazy old drunk, isn't it? That's... <laughs> Pretty not, much. I, I'm not going to try it because I think part of the annoying thing is him fucking shouting in your face. But okay, so Cupcake is from the 25th century and she comes back to 1957 in a time machine to meet the Fonz. The time machine breaks. Fonzie fixes it. It just so happens for some inexplicable reason, that Mr. Cool and the rest of the Happy Days gang are on board when it takes off. Because it's broken, they get knocked off course and end up in prehistoric era something or other. Yeah. They all get separated. They get back on the time ship. Fonzie fixes it again, and it breaks again. Rinse and repeat. Yeah. Fonzie literally fixes it every episode, and it breaks every episode. Yeah. But that was his thing. He was supposed to be a mechanic, wasn't he? Never saw him work on any fucking thing, but, you know. How the fuck does a muscle car mechanic know how to work a fucking time machine? Well, he doesn't, clearly. That's how he fucking breaks it. No, but, like, how does he even... Bear in mind, this is the 25th century. Like, all of this technology would be completely fucking alien. That would be, like, going back to... That's like fucking Christopher Columbus driving a car. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's way better than what I was going to say. Yeah, exactly. What were you going to say? I, I was... I, I don't even know, but I was reaching for something about, like, that's, like, going back to the fucking 80s and giving Klaus Sinclair an iPhone. Like, but, yeah, yeah. yours is way better. Go with yours. I've got a headache. I'm not thinking straight tonight. Go with yours. (laughs) I can say anthropomorphic, but I can't think straight. 
Yeah, and it, it, it is bizarre. Isn't it? I mean, the whole concept is just fucking weird. Like, why did no? I don't, is it ever explained why she came back to 1957 in the first place? Like, what was nope. significant about 1957? Nope. Maybe it's in an episode that we haven't seen. If it is, I don't care. I'm never ever going to watch I'm not, any oh, episodes of the show. No, absolutely, I'm not going to fucking look for it. I will tell you that. I mean, if if it can be googled, then I would happily read about it. But well, let's be fair. That I do most of my research on Wikipedia um, because I can't be asked for actual fucking research. Um, the entire synopsis of the show is uh, one, two, three, four, seven, twelve lines. I mean, no, th- no, this thing is normally fucking pages and pages and pages worth. This is twelve lines. I mean, that's about as much thought as it was given, isn't it? Okay, so I'm Googling why does Cupcake travel to 1957? Um, nothing. I was going to say, that if that turns up anything, it's not going to bring up anything about this. It's just going to be some really fucking uh, nice There's loads of pictures of nice-looking cupcakes, um, including a spiced apple cider cupcake. There you go. Oh, no. Unfortunately, it's American cider, so there's no alcohol. Oh, motherfucker. Yeah. What's the point in that? I know. Um, so we don't know is the answer. I kind of like to assume, given that she swoons every time she sees him, she's travelled back in time to meet the legendary Arthur Fonzarelli because he's clearly the greatest male specimen of the human race in the entirety of history. Clearly. That's that's what I'm... I'm just projecting that onto it. Um, I think I've instantly written a better show than everyone on the writing team. <laughs> just to by... be... To be fair, I had a shit about an hour ago. I think I wrote about the show while wiping my ass. Uh, you probably did. Um, so, but it, it's that fucking easy, though, isn't it? It's that you're like, why is she there? Um, and look how we. What did that take me? Ten seconds. Yeah. All right. Look, I'm not. I'm not claiming it's good. Well, no, no, even even if you, even if you don't want to go down that route of her being a no meek and pathetic female, which she clearly is, because all she does is fucking swoon over him all the time. She's some sort of historian or archaeologist or whatever, and she's investigating previous cultures and. When she comes to do her, you no, know, her bit on the twentieth century, some fucking douche monkey with a wrench breaks her time machine. That's why she's that's there, and better. that's the story. Because now she has to get home. She has to get them home, yeah, and then get back to the twentieth century. That's much, they should do that. Yeah, because yeah. they just need a time machine to go back in time and yeah. convince them that this is the show they need to make. Yeah, unfortunately, that's just quantum leap. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you know, it, it's but it's that sort of thing. There, there are so many fucking better ways you could have done, given her an actual story, not just. Oh, he's so dreamy. Oh, don't tell him I messed up again. Because he'll. I, mean, I really like. I really like that idea. Why not just make a a historian and yeah, therefore give she some... can give you exposition every episode. She yeah. can actually know how you know, like whatever event they've been tangled up in, how that should play out. Hmm. Like it's oh my god, that makes so much more sense. Why didn't they do that? Like because that's, that's way better. Be cool enough. That's way. I mean, you could still have the fonts dicking around. Like that's the thing. If this had been primarily about her or even yeah. the dog, right? Yeah. If they had been the hero characters and the Fonz, like you can still call it the Fonz and the Happy Days gang. Yeah. But if he was reduced to just showing up every now and again and, and dicking around, like... Which is what he did in fucking Happy Days anyway. Yeah, like you might get away with it. You yeah. might just get away um, with it. To be fair, the best thing they could do with the Fonz in this show is leave him the fuck out of it. I mean, you know, the best... The best thing they could do with the entirety of the Happy Days gang in this show is leaving the fuck out of it. Well, that's and it. Then ha- make have a, a completely time different travel. show. Yeah, have a time travel adventure show or a time travel edu- as I said, ed- edutainment show or some fucking thing whereby there's a reason that this chick has come back and gets stuck in a time period or she meet you know she might meet them in the pilot and they do something which inadvertently fucks up her, mach- her time machine. They don't have to go with her, but at least I mean, then there's a tie in to the show. But they're not there fucking it up every week. 
I feel like I don't even know if it's on our list, which is an oversight, but I feel like we should now watch the Bill and Ted cartoon. Just oh, fuck, yes. I'd forgotten that existed, but I think we need to do that before the new movie comes out. I, I think it's, I, I don't think it's on our list, but it's we not, should add it no, just it to compare be. it to this. Be. Yes, um, because I bet you it's, I mean, I don't know, maybe it's not as good as I remember it being, but I bet you it's 100% better than this fucking pile of horse shit. Well, I remember it being a million times better than this. Now, whether it is or not, I don't know. And quite frankly, right now, I don't give a fuck. Because I mean, I, I remember loving it, but I love both movies. So how can I you would. not love both movies? Yeah, exactly. So for me, it was just more Bill and Ted. Yeah, so, it's, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so maybe we need to watch that for some context. What other time travel shows are there? I bet there's a million better than this. Oh, fuck yeah. Can't think of any off the top of my head. No, uh, we'll have a look. We'll do Not some research. specific cartoon ones, anyway. No, no, there's, I mean, I know they had some, no, there were more science fiction, science fiction ones with some um, teleporting and shit, weren't they? They weren't necessarily time travel based. But yeah, there'll be fucking loads of them. Yeah. I mean, look, any cartoon of any, about anything is better than this. Simple as that. This is genuinely, and, and I mean this, you know, we say on this show, um, sometimes we watch these things and they're not as good as we remember and stuff and I, I don't really have any memory of this but like no. this isn't like bad like the raccoons was bad where I'm just disappointed in it you know but it's actually still a passable product like this is one of the worst things and I'm I don't just mean in animation I mean in general <laughs> this is one of the worst things I have ever subjected myself to well I mean I I, I tell you, we, we, we joke about it so no, uh, with my kids. And so, like, number two, you put the TV screen on. I could be watching the fucking test card for nine hours. He will sit there and stare at it because it's a TV. He's that sort of kid. I put this on. He lasted about two minutes and asked if he could go on his tablet. Yeah. That I, it, tells me everything I need to know about this motherfucking show. It is fucking awful. Awful. Um, Is there anything else we want to shit on? <laughs> I mean, look, it, it just... Just check it off, right? What's the animation like? Fucking Shit. awful. What's the art direction like? Fucking awful. What's the, what's the voice talent like? Fucking awful. What's the soundtrack like? Fucking awful. What's the mixing like? Fucking awful. What's the editing like? Fucking awful. What's the writing like? Fucking awful. This show is just fucking awful. Like, it should not exist. I want my 40 and a bit minutes back. Yeah, I mean, it's just fucking. It's one of those that I mean, I. If it had been on when I was young enough to appreciate it, I probably still wouldn't have because I mean I wouldn't have watched it because it was Happy Days and I didn't fucking like Happy Days anyway. Um, but if it if it be something I was aware of, I still wouldn't have watched it. I'd have gone out to like fucking play football or something because yeah, actually I'd have gone out you no know, taking a shit in the street and watched paint dry, um, rather than watching this because this is just fucking woeful. Um, as you said, I cannot find a single redeeming feature. Uh, There's nothing. With... I, I like normally even when we watch the bad stuff, like mm. I can find something to say about it. Like you know, sometimes uh, even when we're watching Biker Mice, you know, we said about it, there were a few gags that that made me chuckle. You yeah. know, there was there was some stuff in there. Like, and that's a bad show, all right. But like I say, even that is you know subjectively bad. Like yeah. a lot of why I didn't like that was because I just found it distasteful. That's not to say that yeah. everybody's going to feel like that. This is absolutely objectively terrible. Yeah, and like, even if you look at some of the gags they've tried to make, like in the the first one in the pilot, where they've got like a dinosaur crossing point for the, where they're trying to cross the road, that things like that they've worked in the, they've worked in the Jetsons, they've worked in the Flintstones, but because 
we haven't got any context with the show. They've just sort of pitched up in this fucking prehistoric world. And you've got, well, okay, well, these were real people. No, these were live action characters. And they weren't in a sci-fi show. They weren't in a, a sitcom at a time. They weren't in any of this. So why the fuck have we got this? It doesn't make any sense. And None for me, I, just, I, just, I couldn't wrap my head around the fact that, A, we had this show. And B, there was no fucking point to it whatsoever. No, it, it, this just I mean, shouldn't exist. No, I mean, I can, from a commercial point of view, I can see absolutely why they did it, because Fonzie and Happy Days were fucking huge. But from a creative, artistic, morally uh, no, moral integrity point of view, there's just no fucking reason for the show to exist whatsoever, other than people were getting paid. And now, to be fair, right... No, I mean, not everything he does is a fucking banger, as some people would have you believe. But to be fair, how often can you say of Ron Howard that he's just taken a paycheck? So why the fuck has he done it here? Like, his, his output is consistently good, whether that's in front of or behind the camera. Yeah. Some yeah, of it better than others. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, that's, that's the case with everybody, isn't that? Yeah, but I no, don't think you can... Not everything's going to be to your taste. Not everything's, everything's going to be the way you like it. No. But there's gen, no, generally, with, with Ron Howard, there's, there, I can't think of anything off the top of my head where you go, well, that's a pile of bollocks. That's what Apart I mean. I can't think of any time where he's just taken a paycheck. No. I really I should, can't. Just look it up and I'll see if I can find anything. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to as well, because I, I don't think there is. Like, I would say he is consistently just above average and occasionally excellent, but I don't think yeah. he's ever awful. No, ever. I mean, I, you know, you look at, you look at the, the stuff he's done, you think that there's some, there's some great stuff he's, no, certainly that he's directed. Um, I mean, this is just a blot on his career, isn't it? I mean, everybody it, it has one, but yeah, generally it's, it's, it's right landscape. back at the start. Yeah. You know, whereas he's already a couple of seasons into happy days here. Like he doesn't have to do this. No. You know, it, there's no reason for him to be in this show. No, none whatsoever, apart from he's getting paid. Yeah. I mean, I, I hope it bought him a fucking house or a car or something, or maybe paid for a feature, I don't know, but... Yeah, you'd hope it's, it's done something, there was a reason for it. But yeah. Maybe it paid for a divorce or something, you never know. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Maybe um, it caused yeah. a fucking divorce. Yeah. I mean, Henry Winkler, not so much, like, he's... He's sadly the Fonz forever, isn't he? So well, yeah. I mean, you you'll never play a role like the Fonz and get and get away from it. Um, you'll never. I mean, he's no, he's done other stuff, but not to any great any uh, any great uh, uh, renown. No, he'll just always be the Fonz, and so you can kind of understand him taking the paycheck for the Fonz here. You know. Yeah. Although uh, when I when I um I went on IMDb earlier on um, just to get some some uh, some background on on people in the show, and when you look at so not on IMDb you get their their name and their 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 information their date of birth and shit and you know, things they're known for, and Happy Days and this which should be the top two of the fucking list, are nowhere to be seen, but um the Waterboy Little Nicky and Scream were among his highlights and they go fucking hell. I how mean, hard, in, how hard is he going out of his way to distance himself from the Fonz? Now he's like it, fucking 100 years old. In all fairness, like we said, he'll be the Fonz forever. Like you say, Henry Winkler to me, straight after the Fonz, I'm going to scream. Yeah. And straight after that, I'm going to the collected works of Adam Sandler. So to be fair, like there's not, there's not I, a million I, miles wrong. Yeah, but they, no, they're not, the, they're not the thing he's known for, are they? He no, is the no, Fonz. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, but yeah, I, I can see how those are there as well. You know, um, yeah. One thing I did find out from from researching this ep this uh, this show, um, which I didn't know, and it's it's completely inconsequential, but it made me laugh because it's so fucking stupid. 
is that um, Didi Con, who played Cupcake, um, she was Frenchie in Greece. She was also Frenchie in Greece too, but the name is spelled entirely differently. <laughs> they, fuck, they fucked their own character's name up. What? Oh, how? What? Explain. If you, if, so, if you look at the credit, you look at her credits in in Greece. She's Frenchie, spelled C H I E, and in Greece too, she's spelled C H uh, Y. I think that's the same fucking character, the same actress playing the same character a couple of years later. But is that a typo like in the credits or is that a typo on like IMDb or something? No, that's that's IMDb, Google, Wiki, every fucking where. How bizarre. That uh, that and that made me laugh. I was just like, oh, you can't even get your own characters right. And presumably she didn't fight her corner either. I mean, look, so that just That's it just is fucking fair. lazy. Yeah, and that's lazy, but then it is fair in that case to call this an all star cast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. your Frank Welker is Mr. Cool as well. What? Really? Yeah. Oh man, that just that makes me want to cry. Yeah, that just cements the fact this is a fucking paycheck product. That makes me want to cry. Although he like, was Mr. he was Mr. Hanna Barbera, wasn't he? I know, but he's better than Mr. Fucking. I mean, oh, I'm geez. better than Mr. Cool. That's worse than Ron Howard. Oh man, it's that's sad. it's very very sad, is what it is. Yeah, uh, it's fuck this show, man. Seriously, <laughs> fuck it right near. Yeah, fuck it even more than Biker Mice from Mars. And, and I mean, fuck that show. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't think we'd hit another low so soon. No, it's, it, we're two for two on these. Um, yeah, th- thanks, Sarah. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, legitimately, though, thank you for suggesting it, Sarah. Uh, but absolutely, it's yeah. fucking awful, and you knew full well what you were doing, I'm sure. But to so. be fair, I, th- I think she kind of gets the point of this show. I think she gets the point of what we do. Yeah, so um, having so yeah. said that, if anyone out there knows of anything worse, <laughs> like, I, look, we're laying down the gauntlet now. Like, yeah. find us a worse show. This is the new low, okay? Like, Biker Mice got toppled very, very quickly. This is the new low. So if you know of something worse, then lay it on us, seriously. Because like, all, all of a sudden, Raccoons looks almost sophisticated, doesn't it? Oh, man. Raccoons <laughs> compared to this. It's fucking Gandhi or something. Yeah. Like, like I said, I don't think there was anything massively wrong with the raccoons other than it just wasn't as good as I remember and I didn't enjoy it. This is just fucking terrible. This is absolutely terrible. I think the thing and... with this as well is that we, everything we've done thus far, I don't, I think without exception, actually, I don't think there's anything um, that we can say otherwise for. I think this is the, the first time where we've not been familiar with the show from our childhoods and we don't have any sort of nostalgic attachment to it. So we're coming at it sort of Fresh. objectively and sort of, you know, as slightly disgruntled, grumpy, approaching middle-aged men. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we've had shows before where either I one or other familiar us, yeah. with it as you or vice versa because of that slight age difference between yeah. us. Like, but I'm never not as familiar us. with some of the newer stuff, you some of the older stuff, but it's never been one that's alien to both of us, is it? No, this is the first time for us, and I think that we are we are possibly looking at this with you know, almost 40-year-old lenses. Um, whereas some stuff we're looking at thinking, fuck, I used to watch this when I was five and it was awesome. Um, and that, no, whether we mean to or not, sometimes that does cloud our vision and, and flower our um, expectations slightly. Um, whereas this, we've come into it at you know, both of us approaching 40 quicker than we'd like to admit and going, you know what? This is a pile of fucking wank. Yeah, I mean, I think we generally try and be pretty fair with that. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. we're always, and, and like I say, Raccoons is a prime example there. I was dead excited to rewatch the Raccoons mm. um, and it, I didn't enjoy it at all. And, you know, nostalgia is a powerful drug. 
There's no yes. doubt about it. And and that will help carry us through some of the shows that we watch. But I, I'm not sure even five-year-old Chris was stupid enough to fall for this shit. Like, and I watch fucking anything. Like, give me a packet of beef monster munch and sit me in front of the telly, and I'll be there for fucking hours. I was, was going to say it's one of those things that I mean, I I was the same. You could, you could put me in front of the TV, and I would watch pretty much anything. But this, I can't. The humor's the humor isn't there to keep me entertained. There's, there's not a story there, and I, even I, I'd probably go. You know what? I'm bored. I think even where's, if they where's my Sabino? Where's no fucking? Where's my Thundercats? Or no something like? Give me something to do that's not watching this fucking shit because it's boring. I think even if there was one character that was endearing, like if, if Mr. Cool was cute or charming or funny, yeah, then that might carry me through. Yeah, but, but I mean, he, he, was, he was just the butt of the pratfalls. The, the that's all he, he was, was there he for. Was, he is the most annoying cartoon character I think I've ever encountered. Cupcake, I'm going to give that one some thought, but I think you might be up there. Cupcake is entirely fucking useless. Yeah. And the others don't even look like cartoons. They look like weird... Weird drawing, yeah, sketches. weird drawings of themselves. Yeah, it's, so, it's the sort of thing that's slightly exaggerated. Like if you look, think of Ron Howard's cheek, Ron Howard's cheekbones, for example. In in oh, I'm sorry, I mean, Richie's the cheekbones. Aren't they? Yeah, they are. They're what you get. You they're they're better versions that you get on the on the pier on a, on a hot summer's afternoon. If you, you know, pay the guy two bucks and he'll draw you with a with a marker as quick as he can. That's what they look like. Yeah, absolutely. And so there's no, there's not even any kind of endearing charm to the characters. You know, no. like for instance, and then their, their personalities. I mean, a fucking Richie is just really fucking annoying because he just seems bored. Mm. Ra- uh, Ralph is, is kind of just like Ralph. He's overly excitable, very naive, and you just want to punch him in the mouth. And the Fonzo quite happily choke him out with his own fucking uh, shirt sleeves. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's the Fonz. You know, it's just, it's just... yeah. As as I said, shirt sleeves. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Just say I, I don't I don't consider him particularly cool, but I I get it I get that you know I get it he's he's meant to be cool I get it and and in that in the frame of happy days and in the frame of the fifties he is cool so you know I get it but still he's not endearing to me um, no you know even when you look at, like for instance I bet you if we were to rewatch um, right. Denver the Last Dinosaur, right? Just that, that just popped in my head. I bet you that show is fucking awful if we rewatch it, and I think it might be on the list. If it's not, it's another one that should be, right? I but think, I think it is. Denver as a character, at least, is endearing. It's a fucking yes. dinosaur that plays a guitar. Like I'll have yeah. that done, sold. There's something there that'll at least keep me entertained for as a kid. Would have kept me entertained for twenty minutes. But not only, I mean, the pro- Denver is a relatively well-rounded character. I'm sure Denver is on the list. Is he? Second. I don't know. I think we'll need to I mean, rewatch it. There's, they've done. I say well-rounded. They've done some work on on giving him a character. Yeah, he's the problem the last with this dinosaur. show is yeah. There's there's a, there's a backstory. There's some sort of character to him. The problem with this is they've taken a caricature of a caricature and tried to hang an entire fucking show on it. Yeah, and for me it just doesn't work because I I'm not invested at all. I do not give a fuck about any of these characters. And that's what they're relying on from viewers. They're relying on their affinity to Happy Days and the fact that you no, know, they might have you know, really liked Richie because Rich, you no, know, Richie was you no, know, he was he was a nice guy. He was you no, know, he was kind of funny. He was smart. No, no don't give a fuck. He's just a miserable twat in this who's only here because he just happened to be there. And you no, know, it's it's quite telling that they've only brought they've only brought in uh, the Fonz, Richie, and Ralph. They haven't brought in the rest of the gang because no. they didn't have enough for these fuckers to do, let alone anybody else. I, I don't understand why they didn't just make animated Happy Days. 
Because nobody's going to watch that because they've got happy days. Mm, yeah, but, you know, why no, would ha- you watch real Ghostbusters instead of Ghostbusters? Like, because there was, there, was, there was only one, there was one Ghostbusters movie at the time. So at least mm-hmm. having, a, having a show of it, you're going to get more episodes. I think it's fine. I think you can animate Happy Days and people. I mean, the thing is, you just pitch it more for kids, don't you? That's that's the thing. I think my biggest problem is I didn't like fuck, I didn't like Happy Days, so I'm not gonna. I'm never. Yeah, gonna I mean, buy no, it. I'm I'm not the biggest Happy Days fan in the world. I just I, I, I have some affinity for it. That's all. Uh, but like, I think the issue is, like you say, you 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 take these characters and you put them in what is very clearly a kids show, and there's no buy-in for kids because kids didn't watch Happy Days because it was more for a kind of you know, older teens and adults, really. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's it so, a teen show, isn't it? Yeah, so you take that and you animate it and you dumb it down for kids. And I don't, I don't think that works either. I don't, I don't think there's enough in it for kids because kids, no, kids will need that more of that action, action adventure style. Um, and then, so if you have that, you sacrifice character. Or if you go down the animated sitcom route, then it loses its appeal because it's going to be for younger kids. It's going to be boring as shit. Okay, so make like I don't know, Fonzie and the fucking Roadster Racers or something. Yeah, like, I'd, I'd watch that. Right, that works, doesn't it? Make it about yeah. the cars. Yeah, like there's there's a million it's, it's and one things you can do with this. You know? Yeah, let, make wacky races. It's fucking yeah. Hanna Barbera. Don't make this fucking stupid Scooby Doo time travel shit. Make wacky races with the fonts. Yeah, that works. Well, yeah. Well, fuck. That's what. No, that's pretty much what making Roger Roadster races is. You've got a gang of a gang of people. They end up racing every fucking week for a reason. There's always a reason why they're racing, but they're always they always end up racing in the in the same cars every week. Build a fucking story around that. I've never seen Mickey in the Roadster races. I really it's, it's, it's Daisy in it. Yes, but not much. Uh, uh, right, not much. Okay, then. Fine. Daisy annoys me. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, yeah. We we established that on who wins. Um, but yeah, it's um, yeah, it's it's. I would take Wacky Races over it, but Wacky Races is very dated. Um, I really dislike Wacky Races. It's one of my least favorite cartoons, and I I know I should like it because it seems to be this thing that everybody has massive affinity for. But I just <laughs> I've never clicked with wacky races just like i've never clicked with scooby-doo yeah. I, I don't know why i in fact maybe i prefer wacky races to scooby-doo slight no I, I don't know i i just those two specifically i've just never clicked with most of the other hannah barbera stuff i did um but those two just never click with me yeah it, it's 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 all personal taste at the end of the day and that you know uh, maybe this, i don't like dogs that sound like chain smokers maybe that's my thing well, what the fuck's wrong with you? How can you not like that? That's maybe cool. that's my thing. Like, you know, I don't like Muttley. I don't like Mister Cool. I don't like Scooby Doo. Like, <laughs> maybe that's my thing. Maybe. I mean, let's let's be fair. Anybody who listens to any of our shows knows that we know we can, we we do tend to fly in the face of popular opinion, not because we want to, we want to be contrary or anything else, but generally because we find things that we don't like about them, or in the case of Game of Thrones, we think we like them and then we watch it back and go what the fuck do you do that for because um, we're miserable pricks that's we're, miserable, what it is. we're miserable bastards that's entirely it and lockdown hasn't helped with that but we've been doing the show for a lot longer than fucking lockdown so i can't even blame yeah. that yeah um we, we're miserable pricks and i'm specifically discovered that i'm a miserable prick that hates dogs that sound like they're on 40 bents in a day um but other brands are available yeah, but you lives and learns, I guess. I know now. If something features a chain-smoking dog, I'm out. See you next yeah, time. Yeah. Now, if it's a smoking monkey, that's the complete well, opposite. Well, yeah, smoking, smoking, smoking's cool with you know, certain things. Yeah, there you go. Lives yeah. and learns. Um, so at nice. least Fonzie and the Happy Days Gang has taught me something about myself. Um, it's taught me something as well. It's taught me I never want to watch this fucking show again. It's, it's like, seriously, it's taught me that 
TV can actually give you fucking headaches. I thought that was a myth. Um, yeah, no, like, I, I, I've, I've had headaches since 1998, so I don't really know anymore. Yeah, I, I have a splitting headache, and I very rarely get headaches outside of alcohol abuse. So, you know, this show's got a lot to fucking answer for. Yeah. Um, and on that cheerful note, um, we'd love to know what you think. Um, obviously, Sarah, we'd love to know what you think of the episode um, and what your thoughts on the show were in general. I think I've got a rough idea given what how you introduced it in the first place, but please come back, just let us know. Um, and to anybody else, any thoughts, any comments you've got on this show, please let us know. If there are shows that you uh, want to uh, get the SMPD treatments, um, probably ones you don't like, given what we've done with this one. Um, again, please send us nice things as well. Like we, <laughs> we look, but, we will watch any old shit. All yeah, right, as, as so. you probably have noticed by now, between this show, Better Than Mario Brothers, and Game of Thrones, we will watch any old fucking rubbish. So but please do um, send us some nice things. Yes, yeah, so some well. nice things every now and again would be quite handy. But if there, if there are shows that you want us you want us to look at, please let us know. Um, you can find us on Twitter at SMPDPod, uh, on Facebook with the Double Down Podcast Network. You can go to our website, ddpodcast.net, uh, where you can find previous episodes of this show, also our other shows, which we've mentioned quite a lot this evening. Um, but yeah, get in touch. Um, let us know what you think. Wherever you get your podcasts from, be it iTunes, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, wherever. Um, leave us a um, leave us a like, leave us a review, subscribe. The, you know, the more feedback we get from you guys, the better we can make these shows. Uh, but until next time, see you later.